Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. We're live. Won't you do Here an astrological chart? <laughs> take your pants down. Jesus. For the cleaners today, take your pants down. Joe, I'll take care of your astrological chart. <laughs> the cleaners today, take your pants down. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, right? Worship Brother George Mudry. Worship Brother Joe. And Worship Brother Kevin. We're up here causing havoc today with episode 177, Freemasonry, and our astrological science. Whoa, mm. do my astrological <laughs> chart. God yeah. bless Red Peter. A little yeah. credit to Red Peter's there. Was he a brother? Um, that was Red That was Red Skelton. Red Skelton, yeah, sorry. Maybe Red Fox, I don't know. Interesting. But Red Skelton, definitely. Red Peter's has some very interesting songs. He's uh, He's mm. got the How's Your Whole Family song. He's got... Uh, <laughs> a ballad of a dog named Stains. I highly recommend that one. Have to check that out after. <laughs> Just think of what you would say if you were calling over a dog named Stains. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I'm not going to say it, but I got it. It's a very That's sad story terrible. about a little boy and his dog named Stains. Huh. Anyway, we're up here doing. We're going to be doing some uh, Freemasonry and astrology. Um, Ken swears that we've done this before. I don't Pretty think sure so. Um, I think we may have touched on it in another episode, maybe the Golden Ratios one or something else along those lines. We might have gone into a little bit with uh, Janet Walter because that uh, I think that was more astronomy versus yes. astrology. I think we but, were talking about astronomy. It probably wasn't the subject of the entire episode. And then you started, started talking about uh, you know star signs and stuff, and I'm like, yeah. George, that's astrology, George. Right, right. Astrology. Yeah. I'm sure that's what happened. I guarantee you that's what happened. But anyway, uh, first thing we're going to do is we're going to handle some housekeeping. Oh, let's see what kind of likes we do it, Joey. had recently. We had some interesting uh, Facebook community ads recently. <laughs> really? Well, you saw the one that Raph sent us with the, how the guy answered yes. the questions. We're going to be saying that one live, by the mm -hmm. way, because that yeah, was that freaking was, hilarious. Good stuff. All right, so let's go. Where do we got? Wow, we've got some big ones here. We've got... Uh, there's two I'm going to leave for the end, but... Uh, God, we've added quite a few. I believe we left left off with uh, somewhere around Skylar Brown. We have Elhuria Malls, Tyler Powell, Tim Walker, Jaron Hansen, Ricardo Maris, Nick Steiner, not to be confused with Rick or Scott. Bro, Renee J. Perez, Big Papa Pump is your hookup. Holla if you hear me. <laughs> Miriam Fatima. You're a child. Whatever. <laughs> Melissa Hegler, Philip Roy. Here's a big one. And uh, coming to the Freemasons podcast next Sunday, March 21st, we have a like from Brother Timothy Hogan. Yay. Uh, Aaron Huey. I am Serenus. Cuckoo Kachu. Sean Moyer. John Lynn. Andrea Sullivan. Giovanni Ritchie. Adam Goldman. Gary Schumati. Ali Okarismile. Adam Rock, and the one and only, and this is probably the biggest uh, follow we've gotten so far when you talk about celebrities. Is it sure. sure. Hermes Trismegistus. Really? Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I didn't know sure. that guy had an account. He yeah, only came back really three right. times. I didn't think he came back a fourth. Right? Right? He's That's tied with Scott time. Walter right now. All right. He's tied with Scott We're calling Brother Scott <laughs> Walter Trismegistus. Like, yeah, you better step it up. Hermes yeah. uh, just popped in. Yeah. Go ahead, Ken. Yeah, them. That's a lot over on uh, Facebook. Yeah. On Instagram, we've only got a few. We've got Thor, not the god of thunder. Cool, man. <laughs> uh, <we've, laughs> 
I don't know what he is if he's not the god of thunder. Oh, uh, we got Antoine, Stephen, and Jordan. Thank you, brothers. Awesome. Uh, brother Joe, lead it. Brothers, right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. 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 Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Jai Everlin says, that's me. Oh, God. Thor, Thor, Thor. not the oh, okay. so, All right. But we still have Hermes Trismegist. Still got Hermes. Awesome. Uh, so here we go. No, that cleared it up. Five-star review. Nice. Um, <laughs> I'm on a roll today. Watch out. Yeah, Watch out. Subtle. <laughs> Five-star review. This is from Alpha Dash Wolf. Alpha Wolf. Oh. Badass. No. Cool. Uh, Five-star review. He says, Lost Book of Enki. Terrific podcast series on the Lost Book of Enki. Please do the rest of the tablets. Love your reading and commentary. I most certainly will uh, be getting back into that relatively soon. I had to take a little slight pause because... Hiatus, a little hiatus. Well, the reason being is because I w when I was doing those, I was out of work. I was out on an injury. So I had time to sit around and basically do nothing mm, now you got a job now i have a job so but i will be getting back into those relatively shortly uh might even do it with you brothers too yeah if you not? guys are interested we'll, yeah, we'll totally do it up dang out we won't do it we won't do like every single chapter every single yeah. by hermes you know? yeah special guest you go, that guy's all full of shit yeah. but anyway uh this episode is going to be freemasonry and astrology and uh let's do this boys got me a housekeeping before Start this. Anything else you want to add before we? I start screwing up words. Nope. We I didn't. Think uh, so. We didn't hang the the portrait yet. Yeah, no, we, we ran out of uh, ran out of nails. Yeah, <laughs> it'll so, be up there. Don't so right now. It's just nicely uh, tucked away between you and I. Yeah, it's, it's like visible. a Freemason podcast sandwich. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of creepy that it's right over Joe's right shoulder <laughs> or your That's left fine. shoulder. It's freaking hilarious. This is fine. There's other things we could do with that picture, too. <sighs> I know. Trust me. Yeah. Patreon. I'm well aware. <laughs> Look for it on Patreon. Freemasonry and ast Astrology. This is from our most favorite website that we go to, I think. I would have to say for our information, the Grand Lodge of British Columbia and Yukon. Yeah, they're awesome. So first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to read about the correlations between astrology and Freemasonry. And then I think it would be fun at the end to actually do a profile of each one of our astrological signs to see if it actually fits our bill of like who we actually are. Okay. All right. What do you think? Yeah. So what you're saying is you're, you're going to do my astrological chart. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, references. It uh, this, get old. No, it doesn't. Um, Freemasonry and astrology references in Masonic writings to the sun, the moon, the starry firmament and the blazing star combined with the fondness of Masonic artists and architects for representations of zodiacs and star charts have led both non-Masons, anti-Masons, and a few Freemasons to believe that astrology is somehow an integral part of history, if not the beliefs and practices of Freemasonry. But nowhere in the rituals and practices of Freemasonry is there any hint of astrology or belief in divination? Divination? Divination. Divination, Divination. Yeah. All right. Uh, several late 20th century books either claimed link to Freemasonry to astrology or have been quoted by others attempting to forge such a link. David Ovason's The Secret Zodiacs of Washington, D.C. Mm. is critiqued elsewhere on this site. The following, the following notes demonstrate that at least two recent books do not prove Freemasonry's link to astrology. So this is going to be us debunking, if you will. More or less, or we could just try to uh, shoehorn it into right, the but it, it is principles of the fraternity. In the uh, Seven Liberal Arts and Sciences, as part of the astronomy. 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 Ah, yes. yes. There's a difference. This yes. one's okay, more Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's the child? <laughs> who the fuck out the baby? Anyway. Um, I'll never forget that commercial when that shit used to pop up in the bottom of the TV. It just I laughed. I remember being a kid laughing when she did that whole. Yeah, even though she was a scam artist, she was awesome. She was entertaining. Yeah, if you look at it, it's entertainment value. There was a yeah, couple exactly. others that were scam artists too. What was the one? Uh, Every other nine hundred number that you call. No, there was one. It was like yeah. Psychic Friends Network. Who was that? Oh yeah, Bo Psychic Derek or something like that. Bo Derek. Um, Dion Warwick. Dion Warwick. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Keep smiling. Keep shining. <laughs> 
I oh, totally forgot there. about that. Oh, just, yeah. Yeah. Weird. All right, you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Let me start this. The Byram Collection uh, by Joy Hancocks. Um, it's a hardcover book. London, Jonathan Cape, 1992. Uh, Joy Hancocks has written... I know, Joe. You try I didn't know, say a thing. I did has written an interesting book detailing her discovery of the history and the meaning of collection of 17th century drawings which came into her possession. Um, she does not attempt to make any suggestions. It just, it's, you know, whatever. Moving on. Blah, 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 blah. So it's basically saying, I'm writing this book about zodiac signs and Freemasonry, but doesn't attempt to make any suggestions or, or implementations about Freemasonry. <laughs> you know what I'm telling? It's yeah. that disclaimer of, yeah. I'm going to talk about this, but I'm, but I'm not implementing it. Yeah, it's all horse crap. Yeah. But write it anyway. Um, so uh, let's see here. Hancock's demonstrates that John Byram, a collector of these drawings, uh, was an associate of doctors James Anderson and John, some French name, two proponents of the founding. <laughs> not even going to try anymore. No. Some French uh, Two proponents of the founding of the Grand Lodge of England in 1777, and that there were of his circle of friends and associates. But this is no proof that they participated in astrological studies or included these studies in their understandings of Freemasonry. Um, so these are two art collectors that she's trying to basically sandwich in that these guys bought these um, astrological paintings or whatever. Oh, no, they were making these paintings because they were Freemasons. So she's mm -hmm. trying to make a correlation between the two mm -hmm. is what I'm gathering here. As an example of Hancock's imagination uh, getting ahead of the facts, she notes that Byram writes in his journal that he told the Sun Club he was going to establish a Kabbalah club. C-A-B-A-L-A. -A -A. Yeah, I'm like, Kabbalah? Kabbalah, no, Kabbalah is oh, like a study. It's right. like numerology. Right. Um, Without a single other citation to his meetings, uh, without a single other citation to his club, Hancock's make numerous uh, allusions to its assumed membership and meetings. She admits an unexpected silence about the further meetings of the Kabbalah Club. Uh, it appears, but appears to keep mentioning it just as a reason to keep using the word Kabbalah. Right, because it's a fun word to say. Yeah, <laughs> she assumes that these drawings were of use to Byram, who included them with others and source material for study at his Kabbalah club. So I'm assuming this is kind of like a, a Barry Manilow. So, Oh no, that, that was Coco Co Co Bana. Okay, so. Uh, so I'm, I'm, so I'm assuming that she's trying to correlate that this Kabbalah club is kind of like what our fellow craft club would be. Right. Is it, you're kind of gathering. Maybe, or she uh, could even school. be, she could even be going like Hellfire Club kind of thing. But could be. No, I mean, if it's actually about Kabbalah, that's about like numerology. It's like Old mm -hmm. Testament numerology, which has, I don't think that has anything to do with astrology and right. it's <laughs> very like, tenuous links with Freemasonry. So she yeah. just likes saying Kabbalah. Yeah, I right. like saying it too. In the face of complete absence of references or documentation, she poses the question had the Kabbalah Club gone underground? Oh, excuse me. Then again, maybe the club never existed except a chance remark by Byram to his friends. It seems evident to an unidentified librarian at the Theos. Jesus Christ. You were doing so well, too. Theosociophysical Society. Okay. Okay. That the group was. The group using the drawings had come to a halt. Otherwise they would have been passed on by Byram to his successor. The existence of any group is speculation. There's no membership list or writings of the meeting. Only one entry in Byram's diary. So, so, so let me paint the picture here. Okay. Two Masons occur or this one Mason. One so I'm helping you paint the picture. To that I can I'm helping you paint the picture. <laughs> one Mason, this guy Byram. He's a Freemason. Mm -hmm. He is a painter or right. purchase painting, something along those lines. A purveyor in art. So he's in either art. an art collector or an artist. We don't know which. Right. Or both. He yeah. apparently had some sort of a manifesto or a ledger or a journal that he was writing talking about a Kabbalah club or somebody had made mention of him 
being part of a Kabbalah club, which yeah. I mean, realistically, in seventeen seventeen, they were freaking everywhere. Oh god, yeah. mm-hmm. everywhere. Everybody had their so, own little yep. society going on. What I'm trying, to, what I kind of see what she's doing is she's trying to make it seem like there was like this extra club outside of Freemasonry that was this Kabbalah club mm-hmm. that was addressed specifically for astrological things. Kind of what I'm gathering. Yeah. Sounds like she's reaching a bit. But, Very you know, much. I mean, I would need to see the, uh, the, the right. documentation, the brochures, the uh, right. the handbills, if you were, if you will, from this Kabbalah club to know I if it has anything to do with astrology. Because Kabbalah does not have anything to do with astrology, like the strict definition of the term Kabbalah. Why? Why, why is everybody laughing? This is, this is the comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Um, He's right. <laughs> we have again the picture of uh, of uh, what's his name Holiday. Holiday in the background, and it's literally behind Joe over his left shoulder. And Keith says, uh, "Can't stop looking for long, but it looks like Holiday is humping Joe's arm." Mm. <laughs> Can't be helped. Um, so what, basically this guy, Byram had made mention of this Kabbalah club, but then it was never brought up again. And she's saying, oh, well, it must've went underground or, you know, the group never existed because he didn't, you would have heard word of him passing on to his, to his successor. Right. Or maybe it just didn't freaking exist. Or maybe she just made the whole thing up. But even if it did exist, I still don't see any link with astrology. No. Hancock spends much of her book detailing her search for links, and many there are. Correlation, casualty, casualty, and significance is the different matter, though. Another member of the Quartor Coronati Lodge, Ooh. Terence mm. O'Hanch, uh, had written has written, "Useless that is. There really was some sort of inner esoteric circle." But of this, my mundane and skeptical outlook makes me doubt. Hmm. Come on, Ken. You're the theologian here. I'm the theologian. (laughs) Joe's more of a theologian than I. Yeah, I don't know what he's saying. Yeah, Uh, there you go. It almost sounds like, again, if I'm going to break it down in jarhead terms, I call it, uh, unless there's really some sort of inner esoteric circle with this, I don't know. It just seems like this is a mason from another lodge, basically discrediting what you know. What yeah, you know, and that's what the Grand Lodge is doing too by writing the article. They're basically saying, you know, there's a few authors that tried to like put two and two together and like you know confabulate some kind of link between Freemasonry and astrology where none really exists, and they're just kind of debunking it. So. All right. In attempting to link the drawings with certain London theaters, Hancock notes, I wish there was, is there a place for this drawings? I want to hear about these damn drawings. Um, I'd like to see pictures of them. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I had to say, Brother Cryer is perhaps overgenuous. This book is interesting study of a collection of 516 drawings, which by their texture, watermarks, and occasional notations have proved to be a gathered selection of architectural nautical, symbolic, and even Kabbalistic representations from the late 16th mm-hmm. to early 17th century, to the early 18th century. But the connections to Freemasonry is tenuous. 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 Yeah. Um, Hancock is either is neither an academic nor a historian, and her work rises to the question of academic rigor. That Byron was a Freemason uh, and a member of the Royal Society and that he associated with the founders of modern Freemasonry is documented. Okay. Uh, but this does not prove that astrology was incorporated into the teachings of Freemasonry. Mm-hmm. Freemasonry teaches us to employ the liberal arts and sciences, which include astronomy and mathematics, which incorporated astrology. So well, astrology falls on the encompassment, I guess, what they're saying. No, I think if you, if you ask me, mathematics and astronomy and geometry refute the belief system of astrology right if you apply scientific rigor to something astrology kind of breaks down astrology is mostly just in the same way that kabbalah is kind of a uh, um what do you call it when somebody has uh, weird fears phobia term dis- phobia not phobia like uh, uh super, superstition 
superstition. Astrology and Kabbalah are kind of like based, founded upon superstition, whereas, you know, the liberal arts that we're taught as Freemasons are based on science, in fact. So, uh, there's only, and I'm going to, I'm going to speed past this. If you're welcome to go look at this, this is at freemasonry.bcy.ca anti uh, forward slash anti masonry forward slash astrology link HTML. Hmm. But says, uh, right here, there's another one. Um, this is another, uh, site here, the sun in the church, cathedrals and solar observatories. Um, and I'm just going to, this is a guy named Heli Braun. Uh, he wrote a comprehensive and solid study on how the needs of astronomy were incorporated into the architecture of the, uh, whatever. They're talking about astronomy. They're not talking right. about astrology. Yeah. Masonic author Art de Hoyos uh, notes in a letter written to a friend, Albert Pike wrote, um, I think that no speculations are more barren than those in regard to the astronomical character of the symbols of masonry, except those that are the numbers and their combinations of the Kabbalah. In that is said about numbers in that lecture, if not mere jugglery, amounts to nothing. The astronomical explanations of them, however plausible, would only show that they are taught no truths, moral or religious. Of absurdity, if not insanity, the human intellect can indulge. Mm. God damn! damn that's a burn. <laughs> <laughs> so Albert Pike clearly was not a, a person of astrology. Correct. Yeah, he was more of a reasoning man. Yeah, science, it, man of science. Yeah, man of science. So me with science. I think it's safe to say that. I mean, I think Freemasonry really doesn't have anything to do with. Not astrology, really. but you know what? The Grand Lodge of British—it's British Columbia and the Yukon. Yep. Yeah, they—they they are serious Masonic scholars. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Like we should get somebody from them on. Yeah, they've—they've they've done a lot of Rafferty homework. work on that. Get somebody on from there. Yeah, yeah. brilliant people. I think we should have fun with this, though. Anyway, poke yeah. fun at it, whatever. And what I'm going to do is I'm going. Why to don't you become up. Miss Cleo? Yeah, <laughs> and you can read <laughs> you can, our poems uh, and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we're gonna. This is basically just gonna turn into a all three of us bashing one another. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. This is gonna okay. be fun. But we're gonna try this here. Um, I would read them bombs, but they're many. Logical <laughs> profile of people. Of well, you, people? you know your sign. What kind of Google? What sign are you? Man? I am Pisces. And then George, you're what? Feces? There we go. Pers Feces, feces. <laughs> <laughs> What's that other astrological okay. sign that doesn't come around like every, what is it, like 36,000 years? It's like the one that's hidden in like the black hole of the universe. What? Something along those lines. I never heard of that. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. We'll do a uh, zodiac sign personality. I like more my uh, my my Chinese um, and which are you birth signs? I, I'm the year of the cock. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that explains. I would have thought that would be yeah. chill. Now is there uh, a special thing for like I know it's certain cultures like the white buffalo and yeah, you know, yeah albino. It's, cock, like, it's a sign of fertility. Oh, right. Is there like an something. albino version? Of no, it's just a regular ass okay. cock. Yeah. Give this a I'm shot. I'm the rat. And okay, the year of the rat. That's pretty cool. Go ahead. That's, Tweez, uh, yeah, Tweez. yeah. <laughs> that one I don't know. Why. I think I'm the dog. I think I'm the dog. 82, mm, 82. Yeah. That's because I think you are, because my brother was born in 82, and he's yeah. you're the dog. Yeah. All right. So zodiac signs. Again, this has nothing to do with Freemasonry. This is just going to turn just fun at this into. Point. This is just fun now at that this we've point. debunked that there has we've nothing debunked. to do with it. Yes. Let's go. Our personality Here we go. All right. So uh, who wants to go first? You could do mine first. Libra? Libra. Oh, oh Libra. God. Scales that's, of justice. Yeah, that's unsurprising there, Judge. Oh. <laughs> Don't call me Judge wow. Judy for nothing. Here we go. Yeah. Ready? The Libra. Personality traits in love, friendship, and more. Uh, symbol. Mm. The scales. Yeah. All right. So right away, they're calling me fat. You're a fucking snake. <laughs> <laughs> they're calling me fat. Yeah. Scales of a snake. Uh, date, September 22nd to October 23rd. Uh, for 2021. So I guess the signs change and move. Um, um, no, I guess no. that's just my like specifically talking about me this year. 
element air. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, modality? M-O-D-A-L. Like modality, like the, the way that you conduct yourself. Or Cardinal. Oh, Cardinal. I don't know what the fuck that means. Cardinal? Because I'm red? You're a bird. You <laughs> shit on everybody's car. Because I got a red <laughs> head like a Cardinal. <laughs> Ruling planet, Venus. I'm your Venus. <laughs> there we go. Ready? <laughs> Libra traits. Hates being alone. That's not true. I love being alone. <laughs> the hell with you people. I love being alone. Really good aesthetics. What the hell does that mean? You got prosthetic legs or something? No, like no aesthetics. It means I look nice. Yeah. I yeah. did just get a haircut. Or nice. he can like decorate his house properly. <laughs> he knows how to match things. Shout out to Ralph down at the barbershop in Trumbull, Connecticut. Conflict avoidant. You'll run from a conflict. I don't I know don't if know. I avoid it. I tend to smooth them over. You're a bitch. Yeah. I tend to smooth it over. I'd rather yeah. than... He's like the arbitrator, man. Yeah. So yeah. Like a counselor. From a, running from a fight. Holiday! What's up, buddy? Uh, just wanted to say, Holiday, last night when we were talking in Discord and joking through a shameless plug right here, I was not uh, mad at your little shot that you took at me. I actually was literally laying in bed like, good night, I'm going to bed. Like... Mm-hmm. So my middle finger was me laughing, giving you the middle finger emoji, and I was literally falling asleep. All yeah. good. He wasn't crying. I wasn't crying. There was no there was no crying about it. I was literally laying in bed and couldn't keep my freaking eyes open. But anyway, um, moving on from that, uh, let's see here. Uh, sees every side. Oh, that's you. Hands. I totally. Oh, I do. Yeah, that I one do. I can. Yeah. That one I could say. Because I'll be over here flipping my freaking lid, and you're like, "Yeah, but, but look which, here, in look a sense, this, this is me off even worse." Yeah, I'm like, yeah. "No, I'm right." <laughs> uh, prone to fantasy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Says the guy who I came up here to set up for the podcast a couple weeks ago, and there's a whole bunch of Star Wars shit all over the freaking table. What? Saxton. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right when he brought the stuff from down and can't gym. make decisions. Ooh. I don't know. I don't think that's Ooh. accurate. All right. There we go. Um, best careers that you can have. Hive mind? What the hell is that? What? That's not a career. Hive socialite. Mind? Like a wealthy socialite? No, yeah, like can... the Borg. You can't Instagram you model. Oh, God. What Fat was that? Bad. Instagram model? <laughs> Fat bad Pitt. Fat Brad Pitt, yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's move so on here. Be an influencer. Mm. Oh, man. Okay, here we go. Ready? That's it? That's all I got for me? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. About Libra. Is Libra a good sign? Uh, if you are a Libra asking this question, obsessed with embodying the idea of goodness with the entirety of your being, you should know that it's perfectly acceptable to be a Libra. Basically meaning well, that you're... Oh, you're so thanks for your permission to be a yeah, Libra. who wrote this nonsense? You're a good person. Yeah, Listen, I pulled up the first website I found. It's... Oh, okay. it's Costra astrology, Cost, Costa astrology. Okay, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna go with it. Yeah, that's fine. What personality is a Libra? Douche. Um, mm-hmm. Libra is difficult to really understand because they seem so contradictory on the surface. They simultaneously extroverted and introverted, um, strategic and spontaneous, focused, and you're all over the fucking place. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! You need a Xanax. I'm like a social chameleon. Yeah. <laughs> The variability makes it difficult to pin down their true character. It's true. Yes, Some that days is true. Yeah. You come up here and you're the nicest, sweetest guy. And, and then you see me get sunshine and roses and yeah. Skittles popping out of your anus. And the next yep. time you come up here, you're freaking watching shit and swearing every five minutes. Uh, yes. That yeah. happened just a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> it did. I forget what triggered me, but something. Yeah, you do get a little angry once in a while. <laughs> it's rare, though. Um, it, uh, this is because Libras value empathy. So you're empathetic. Yeah, I'll say, yeah, I'll agree with that. Uh, they are receptive. They can be other people's mirrors because of this. Oh, you... Like a funhouse mirror? Like you're <laughs> short and I'm tall? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a what, con- convex mirror? Oh, they got all kinds of wacky <laughs> things. Because of this, they have strong opinions about other people, but take a long time to understand themselves. They want to be admired, if not for their talents, but their charm. They want to seem as a responsible figure who can balance out the turbulent elements around them. They feel an intense mm-hmm. amount of guilt and shame when they are unhappy because they know that their unhappiness affects everyone around them. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are Libra's weaknesses? Oh, boy. Here we go. 
Libras are compassionate and empathetic people, small penises. They also are willing to go out to help others. (laughs) Do we have to go back to the Joe Normish episode? (laughs) They dislike conflict and avoid confrontations. These traits lead them to be manipulated by others. I don't think so. I would strongly disagree with that. Agreed. With you anyway. Yeah, that's because I'm variable, like it said. But I don't think you you could be manipulated by other people because there's many times you told me, listen, little guy, calm the fuck down. There may be times where I may try to see the best in someone and try to assume their intentions are good, and that could be, I guess, manipulated. Okay. I like to believe the best in somebody until you prove me wrong. But no, I don't think you can... uh, You're not going to get me to go along with a bad idea if I think it's a bad idea. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Libras also have a tendency to be indecisive. They are so concerned about other people's feelings that they let other people make decisions for them. Mm. That's not really true. Yeah. Libras put a lot of weight in their own opinions as others. Although they are secretly terrified of negative judgment, they have a hard time avoiding the spotlight. Uh, they need to be noticed or f- to feel validated. To a certain extent, I could like I've always said it. God bless uh, Worship Brother Scott Shalinsky if he's out there listening. Master of uh, past master of Ashley Ross Batuck in 2019, 19. Who he knows like my my two things. I can come off as very confident. I can come off as you know some people even say arrogant. Mm. But if you if you tell me something, two things. If you make fun of my weight, or if you tell me like my hair is messed up. I obsess over it. Like I obsess. Like if you wanted to bring me down, you're like, hey Joe, did you get a haircut? Yeah, it's not looks like shit. Did you go to somebody new? Did you go to somebody you didn't even have to say that? You go, did you go to somebody new? I'm like, what do you mean? Was like, what, what, what are you talking about? Was Ralph drunk this time? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh we still gotta get to Ken's, which is gonna be basically beep boop beep, but we're still gonna go try yeah. it. So let me speed through this. What leaders need to discover is positivity in its own kind of delusion. Uh, lim- uh, Libras are bound by limitations of their bodies and their minds. They are contained within the boundaries of their five senses. This makes sense. You go to on freaking religious retreats and shit. You're always yeah. looking for a higher power. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, not shitting on it. They are under. They're able to understand the flavor of the world, but not the color. They are able to interpret the underlying micro signals that others can. The dark abyss of the unknown is terrifying place for them. Which is why they have to pretend that they know everything. Wow! <laughs> That's wow! Cool. <laughs> but it might there's there might be some people out there that would agree with that. The project of an air, the project uh, they project an air of omni- omnipotence or omniscience. Omniscience. That means I know everything. Uh, but in truth, they have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> I see exactly what you did there. Well, but in truth, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Is that what it said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can do that at times. I can sell just about anything. Um, what are Libras afraid of? Libras are afraid of being alone. They fear, they fear of being connect, uh, disconnected from the collective is part of their primal psychology makeup. Libras are afraid of the unknown. They're afraid of their own secrets. They are capable of organizing their lives with such complex structure that they rarely face true unknown situations. Uh, Libras mm. fear that they will live their lives in a constant state of fear. Jesus Christ, this is like a laundry list here. I got issues. <laughs> so, I got baggage, man. There, uh, there is a guy. Uh, they're just talking about a constant state of fear. They will constantly... Uh, dictate their they, the fear will constantly dictate their behavior. Yeah, the fear will cripple that. their ability to be happy. The fear will prevent them from achieving their goals. Jesus, there may have been a point in my life where some of that was was true. You go back to like high school, college age. There, there might be some truth to some of those things. Let's go to angry. Why is a Libra so angry? Is that what it is? is that <laughs> literally what is the next section of it? I don't think I'm angry. The source of Libra's anger be. is in tension between is the tension between what they think life should be like and what it actually is. They fantasize about success, influence, power, but feel as though they have to work harder than other people to achieve it. Libras keep an internal Rolodex of their artistic and intellectual heroes uh, and uh, idealize their freedoms with innocence. Oh, whatever. I n s o u c i a n c e. Whatever. They harbor secret envy. They also get angry when they feel 
that their integrity is threatened. That one, I that's true. See. I could see that's that true. One. Um, they are <laughs> extremely sensitive, and so any kind of criticism cuts deep. Uh, they're hyper in tuned to other people. Their self worth pinned to uh, external validation. This breeds unconscious resentment. Uh, they don't want to admit that they feel more. I could see that one. The unconscious resentment. Because you seem like the type where somebody will piss you off and they'll be like, hey, Joe, I'm sorry to piss you off. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. When you're actually saying, fuck you, <laughs> I guess you could say. Um, let's hear. <clears throat> Why do Libra? We're going to skip past. I'm going to yeah, just prioritize ones that are funny. Do Libras get bored easily? <laughs> liberal. Uh, li- liberal. Li- Libra's problem isn't boredom. Their problem is metonymy. Monotony? Monotony. They despise any receptive, uh, repetitive action. They hate being stuck in the same old patterns other people seem to get stuck in. They crave variety and adventure and can be immense resourceful at finding ways to be challenged, amused, and inspired. So that's you. How do you say that's true? Okay. Mm -hmm. I'd say there's a good portion of that that's true. Okay. Kenny. What? Yeah. Birthday. Oh, my actual birthday? No, uh, no, no you're, you're fine. February Pisces. 21st, I'm a Pisces. Pisces. Yeah. Pisces. Pisces. Oh. <clears throat> my ex-wife was a Pisces. <clears throat> but my kids are here, so I can't see shit. Because I can you. Pisces. The fishes. That's a symbol, the fishes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sleep with mm-hmm. the fishes. You're going to sleep with the fishes. Yeah. Um, his element is water. Uh, modality mutable. What does that mean? Like, like mutable? Does that mean like people could no, shit on them? Or mu- mutable talk means, over them like I'm doing right now. Yeah, mutable means you can change. <laughs> like I think, it's formable, versus, right? Yeah, oh, okay, versus okay. immutable, like which means is, you can never change. Yeah. Clay is mutable. You can uh, form yeah. it and make different things. Yeah, the ruling planet is Neptune. Uh, is it's not your Pisces traits? Uranus? Yeah, I thought it was Uranus. <laughs> There we go. Pisces straight. Somehow both five and 50 years old at once. So you could be a child and a grown-ass man at the same time. Yeah, okay, that's true. Uh, think everything is a sign. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of value It's reason. a sign from the heavens. Like, yeah. you know, no, I'll need Jesus. I've never said that. <laughs> Can't remember if they dreamt or it actually happened. Kind of like your, uh, your idea of... That's true. We've done this podcast yeah, before. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Those two worlds blur a little bit. Excessively romantic. Oh yeah, really? Hundred percent. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Ask my wife what my uh, like Valentine's Day and birthday cards look like when I give them to her. Really? Oh, yeah. They're wow. sappy, sappy That's shit. Yep. Pretty crazy. Because yep. I can also That's see true. you walk in the door with a spaghetti stained T-shirt with a thirty rack of beer and say, "What dinner?" No, I don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm. I, I mean, I'm probably not the most romantic person on the face of the planet, but yeah, prone to fantasy. Yeah, sometimes. Are you in the room with the micro machines? Got them all set up on the floor like you're having a war with them? Yes, I did used to do that when I was a kid. Did you ever play Dungeons yeah. and Dragons in a basement and actually have a measuring tape out there, the measuring distance between? Only things? once, yes. <laughs> no, no, oh, wait, a little inside. Whoa, 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 it's what? an inside joke between. What was he measuring? <laughs> what was he measuring in his basement? <laughs> what? No, that's like wow. He was playing the game. What was it? War of Oh what, God, I uh, can't remember what it's. Uh, World of Warcraft or no, something like that. No, it's like something. I don't know. It's like little robot things i can't even explain it i don't i don't remember what it was called <laughs> we'll tell you after yeah i'll have to like look it back up ken actually walked into a situation where he thought it was gonna be like bro time and it ended up being not i mean it was bro time it, it was, was bro just, time it was just we were also playing with toys yeah. <laughs> which is fine man like when when i when i had kids like it's i love story i love fun. playing like you know um like die cast cars and stuff with my kids like I can, uh, I can totally get into that mindset, just like I'm a kid again. So that's, I think that makes that no makes boundaries. Sense. It's the last one. <laughs> Correct. Oh, Everything's boy. on the table, baby. Mm. <laughs> oh, if you're lucky. This isn't Patreon and Discord only. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would have. I could have went so many places. All right, here we go. Ready? Yep. It's okay because he has no boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Is really Pisces will. a good sign? If you are asking this question, you're probably a Pisces who is insecure. 
Incorrect. You're actually asking the question. <laughs> I could give a shit less. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt on mine. We're like, well, if you're asking, no, I didn't. Yeah, no, I'm not asking. I'm if you don't question. feel devalued, it's not because being a Pisces is bad. It's because society as a whole generally undervalues soft skills, soft in quotes, mm-hmm. skills like intuition and sensitivity. Okay. You cha- your challenge is to start viewing these things as talents instead of impedience impediments impediments okay what is the personality of a pisces douche yes describing Pisces personality can be difficult because pisces tend to evade distinction oh, so you're a hide behind the shadows you're like a kevin fetter line in a britney concert the behind the freaking post oh shit yes i guess all you're right like ringo <laughs> yeah Plus He's a backup value. dancer. Is what he is. Yeah, solid exactly. gold dancer. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, most of the qualities associated with Pisces and uh, in our internal processes. Uh, we know you have internal processes uh, that are difficult to observe from the outside. This is because Pisces are primarily inward facing. They are not self-absorbed, but they are absorbed in themselves. So, yeah, I think that's that's accurate. Yeah, ultimately. A Pisces wants to dis, dis uh, Pisces wants to dissolve to rest themselves of a fi- of a physical form and diffuse into everything as they touch they touch as love to exist in a gossip. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, Basically, like saying hippie nonsense. Not, yeah, you want to come back with a tree? That's yeah, what you no, want to do. I don't. Relax, Karen. Okay. Um, are Pisces smart? Many Pisceans. Wow, you guys got your own freaking Pisceans. Well, it's, right. it's pronounced Piscean. Does that make right. me a librarian? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Many doubt their intelligence because the society we live in places a higher emphasis on structured brain with the ability to mechanically analyze data and spit out information. Oh, my God. This is yeah. right up Ken's alley here. This right. is basically talking about a freaking computer. Yeah. Beautiful. God, who would have thought? I don't know. Um, I could have told you that. Well, Pisces absorb and sift through sentiments. Uh, this can prove their argument because their opinion is based on a feeling. Um, no, see, Ken's more of a fact and no, logic guy. No, I agree with. I disagree with that. Ken is Mister Freaking Data. Fact. Yeah. Data fact. Wow, yep. this one's actually smaller. Compute. Show me the evidence. This one's actually uh, shorter than. Oh no, it's not. Here it is. Oh no, we're not going that far. Uh, we're just gonna go this, <laughs> and like it goes uh, down like there's Carol, like a page and a half long. George's like George was like this much. He's like he's a douche. Yeah. Move on. I wonder who wrote this. <laughs> it must have been a Pisces. Um, is there a question why Pisces are so angry? Um, that's what I was actually looking mm-hmm. for. No, there's nothing why Pisces no, are so angry. I don't really I guess get you're not angry, angry though. No, all. you would be the most level-headed of the three. I think. I get frustrated. I can I be goaded. I can agree. I can go to an extreme. You are just even keel all the way. I'm even keel for the most part, but I can go. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't actually have it. Why are they angry? I'm like a constant so, variable yeah. transmission. Uh, what if you if you lock me away in, into quarantine with my family during COVID for like three or four months? Like I can get angry at that point. But I under mean, normal circumstances now. My only problem with astrology is some of these things are very vague. So right, you're sitting here like necessarily vague. Yeah. You're like yeah. That's me. It's like when you go psychic. Right. Like you'll, you'll pick out the things that do relate yeah. to you but and ignore. Tend to ignore the ones that aren't. they're mm-hmm. touching the crystal ball, and they're like, "Do you have a son with dark hair?" Yeah, that's me. Oh my God, this yeah. person knows me. Like, but realistically, they're just being so freaking vague, and you fall into it. Yeah. Although, although, although they call that it's called something reading, cold reading. Yeah. Yeah. Like reading. yeah. Realistically, <laughs> though, I mean. <clears throat> You are trying to relate with that person. Right. <laughs> I will say this, though. There are some psychics that scare the shit out of me. There is one woman I went to a while ago who basically spelled out my mother in... Uh, I'm sitting in an audience here. Pointed me out, spelled out my mother, even told me, uh, told me what she died of, not knowing a single thing about me. Interesting. That was... F- Fucked up. <laughs> How long ago was it? Uh, I want to say at least seven, eight years ago. Okay. If it were like five years ago, I could see this. But if I were 
somebody making my living off of that. I would have an assistant and I would have that assistant no, scanning just, the audience. It was just her doing facial recognition, trying to pull up somebody's profile to get a couple pieces uh, of information and then feed it so back you go, through an earpiece. You I would go, be high tech about it. Yeah. Or you could even go, uh, you could even go just off the ticket sales list. Like yeah, I mean, you could do that, too. Yeah, you get, like, credit card receipts or yeah. something. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If I had those, the thing yeah. is, though, my name wasn't on right. any credit card receipt. Right. I didn't buy the tickets. Somebody else said, hey, I got tickets. Why don't you come? And I said, okay. So yeah. they were under that person's profile. So it's, un- it's unlikely that anybody running right. the show knew anything. No. And I didn't talk to anybody else, but what are your weaknesses? We're, we're going to do your weaknesses, and then we'll get into me. Yeah, great. Yeah. The true Pisces weakness is that they often, that they is that they they're often god that's like a they are often it's no the way they wrote this is yeah. weird often the the cause of their own turmoil oh yeah they are a little queen it's true they are a little bit addicted to melancholy they want to feel things intensely and there is a poignant side to sorrow that Pisces actually found pleasurable. Jeez, were you like yeah, emo I back in the day? Nope, no, not at all. That's not accurate. He had Jenko mm-hmm. jeans. Don't fucking lie. Jeans, but I didn't <laughs> we, were the, we were the we were prior to emo, so that would be the grunge stage, right? Yeah. You had Jenko yes. or something. Well, I guess. no, because yeah. they had the cure was kind of prior to right. grunge yeah. and they were very emo. The Smiths were very emo. Yeah. I, I don't enjoy being <sighs> upset. That's, I kind of would rather listen to this shit. They would rather marinate in a voluptuous pit of despair than have no feelings at all. Pit of despair? Jesus no. Christ. You're a miserable fuck. Yeah, no, I'd rather be happy actually. Well, <laughs> no, but I think what it's saying is you'd rather feel despair than yeah. feel nothing at all. Which I guess most people all right you're a turn to lamb based me now okay yeah let's move on i don't know if i agree with that some of it i agree with most of it seems yeah, kind no, of way off 50 50 should i look like up this castro right. astrology page and read yours no i have it right here i'll read it and you okay. guys could just pick on me about it all right i'm good with that a my reading and b that uh, now what's uh, your sign fun leo leo okay. the lion the lion uh hannah should listen to this one too <laughs> my uh, oh, my daughter is on the boy. cusp. Yeah, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right, ready? Here we go. Ready. Leo symbol the lion. Um, July twenty second to August twenty second. Oh, so Hannah misses it. She's actually right on the cusp of Virgo and. Uh, Leo, so okay. she's so she bitchy all the time, basically. Um, <laughs> element fire. Okay. Uh. Of course, he has to have the cool one. Modal- Fire. Modality. Mo- mo- what do we say? Yeah, modality. modality. Yeah, I don't know. Fixed. They, I don't think they know what it means. Fixed, so. Fixed means I'm as stubborn as fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's ruling planet. planet. The sun. <laughs> the sun. You can't. You can't have not even a planet. Yeah, it's not a planet. It's a star. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with these people? Uh, you can't have the sun. There we go. Leo's traits exudes warmth and creativity. Only when you pee your pants. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit vain. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really big personality. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'd say that. Yeah. Wants to stand out. At times. Yeah, I'm short. I just want yeah. to freaking be seen. Uh, interested in luxury. Now, that no. one I disagree with. Okay. I don't care about luxury. I don't. Hmm. Um, I'm more of a put me in the woods like Ted Kaczynski type person. By mm. the way, that started watching that uh, documentary on Netflix. Yeah, your guys, guys, messed up and yeah. brilliant at the same yeah. time. Well, they say mm. well, there's a thin line between. Uh, uh, he's the, right there. Eccentricity and insanity. Yeah, yeah. Yep. he's right at that line. Like he made like, steps back and forth over it a few times. Yeah, I think he did step over it. <laughs> All right. Well, he, <laughs> both sides. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. What kind of person is a Leo? Leos are bold, warm, and loving. I think so. They're yeah. also ultimate showmen. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you started a podcast. You're like P.T. Barnum. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> like P.T. Barnum. Yeah. <laughs> More like a carny. More like a carny. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, I told you it was your turn, so yeah. it's fine. That makes Raph the bearded lady. That's true. <laughs> oh, you'll pay for that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't take it back now. That's okay. I don't care. Uh, they can dazzle with the theatrical flair of a Broadway star and the charisma of a politician. Mm. They are captivating personalities. They have a way with words and can speak eloquently on just about any topic, no matter yeah. how quickly they have just been introduced to it. Yeah, I disagree. Speak on them, yes. You do have a way with words. I'm yeah. gonna go with Ken. Have have way. It's yeah. the wrong way. But <laughs> no, I'll go with Ken. Though I could speak on something yeah. Yeah. eloquently, but if you ask me to read it, forget it. Right. Yeah. True. Yes. Uh, Leos inject ambition into everything they do. They are ruled by the heart. They are brash and confident, and trust their instincts. Their actions are natural and effortless. Mm. Leos have unrelenting appetite for growth. That is. Easily satiated by the praise of others. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm definitely down for gratification. Uh, <laughs> nice. No, what I'm saying, if you're doing something and you bust your balls on it, like you know, you're really trying to do something, and everybody's just like, you know, don't even get, give you an attaboy or a pat on the back, or you know, yeah, everybody needs handy or something. I'm just saying, affirmation um, once in a while. Yeah, but I think it's everybody, right? Yes. Um. When they are hurting, it shows they will use their anger as a protective wall to shield yeah. the owner. Ding, 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 ding. So um, they want to be perceived as unbreakable because they are scared of admitting vulnerability, needing things from other people being incomplete. Okay. That sounds okay. kind of familiar. <sighs> what are the bad traits of a Leo? Oh, shit. It's yeah, this one is right. Fucking long. Yeah. yeah, but Joe and I read ahead a little bit. Oh, <laughs> the first sentence got you, has you pegged yeah. pretty good. <laughs> the bad sides of a Leo appear when they are positive and admirable character traits across over into excess. So when you go to extremes on your positive traits. Okay. They can be perceived as overbearing, but this is due to their hyper presence and warmth presence. I'm hyper presence, okay, but warmth, I don't think so. I would go with passion about something. Is that would that be considered warmth, right? If I'm passionate about something and you, two different things. Well, I'm saying if if you're if I'm passionate about something or kind of what happens with Joe, if somebody discredits you, you get pissed off. Yeah. Forget yeah. it. Um, Leos have a reputation for being braggarts. I don't think I don't agree with that. My show. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I've never heard you brag before. I don't think I brag. Yeah, I know you fight like constantly, but once in a while. Uh, to them, this isn't bragging; it's sharing. Ah, very right, good. you're very you sharing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very sharing their compliments with yeah, others exactly. makes them feel connected. Blasey, blasey, blasey. I don't need to read all that shit. Oh no, you do. <laughs> Pat the blasey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they expect the same in return from their friends. That is wrong. Sharing their compliments with others makes them feel connected, and they expect the same in return for their friends from their friends. No, I expect nothing from my friends. I do things out of the kindness of my heart. I don't expect shit back. They want to be celebrated, but they are equally happy to celebrate you. That is true. That part's true. Yes. Uh, Leos like to feel important. Mm. Uh, they don't necessarily want to be worshipped oh, yes, or be do. treated. Yes, <laughs> I hate you both. <laughs> like, a, like a little idol. Uh, so yeah. Like a tiki. Your hands are freezing. It's, it's cold in here. Uh, basically worshipping like a Muppet representation of you. <laughs> that wasn't my dude. That was this that, son of a bitch sitting on, that was sitting on an obelisk. But he's sitting on a pedestal in the <laughs> middle it's of the fucking It's actually an table. obelisk yeah. that's usually erected. Yeah, to, that wasn't my doing. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, they just want to be recognized for their authentic selves. They, the difference between admiration and worship is subtle, but the difference between Leo being preoccupied with themselves or being focused on the good of the people they care about. They want to be the center of the universe. Jesus. Yeah, that's... I don't fucking... Whatever. Pretty they want to be... That's why your planet is the sun, even though it's not a freaking planet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They want to be re rewarded for the best and brightest. They want to give special treatment, but also... Uh, but also feel deserving of it. What do Leos hate the most? Oh, uh, Libras. <laughs> Libras and Pisces. <laughs> Uh, Leo's hate being bossed around. Oh, absolutely. That is a freaking nail on the head right there. Mm -hmm. uh, Interesting that you chose the military as a early career in life there. I would say that the military was a grounding 
Yeah. For somebody with a very eccentric, <laughs> you know, let's put it this way. If I didn't go to the military and go to boot camp, you're you would have been prison. Control. Yeah. I would have been prison. Yeah. I was steadily heading that way. Hmm. Um, they are very much in charge of their own worlds and their own destiny. Leos are perpetually wounded by the acts of betrayal and abandonment. Okay. Hmm. Yep. Their pride is a sword that they wield to perfect their sovereignty. I love how they go straight to sword. <laughs> their sense of honor is intense. They hold both themselves and others to a very high standard, and they are deeply wounded when someone breaks that code. That sounds about yeah, right. I'll yeah. give that one. There is an ingrained need for everyone to acknowledge and validate their existence. Not true. Hey, it's me. Not true. <laughs> Look at me. That I don't agree with. I exist. Uh, this can't. No, because I'm very. I could very much be at the forefront, or I could slip back into the shadows. Okay. Not a problem. Foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> this can lead to what can be labeled as narcissistic or abolitionist behavior. That borders on the absurd. Jesus. God damn. Yeah. Makes me want to go home and kill myself. No, yeah, the absolutist behavior may be a bit. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know what absolutist behavior is, so I'm going to skip over it. They hate being told what to do, but if you can get them to listen, they can usually be persuaded. I'll agree with that. That's true. Yep. And your approach is all that matters. Let me tell you right now. If you approach me with, hey, man, I'm just thinking, I want to get your thoughts on this. Yeah, you got to be deferential around George. If you come hey, in and say, you, you got to stop doing this, you got to stop doing that. Like, yeah, that ah, never works. Never works. Not kind of like Grand with the podcast. Kind of, that's mm -hmm. where I was going with it. Yep. Um, if you want to talk to me nicely, like our, our yeah. last guest did, right? Wash little brother Shane Dufresne today, man. Whisper listen, good counsel. We would like you to knock me off. I'm not excited. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not off, but you know, yeah. we'd like you to tone down like some stuff. Here are the things we have some issues with. Can you cut back on this? Not a bit? problem. But yeah. when, you, when you put a blast out in a newspaper, you get the wrath where I start firing emails. And we'll leave it at that. Oh um, it's it's old news. Right? Yeah. It's under the it's under the bridge. Forgiven, forgotten. We're all good. Witness me. Um, they hate being told what to do. Can listen and can be perfect, especially when you make them feel it was what they wanted all along. Okay, I do that to you all the time. Oh yeah, that's that's crazy. You do it all the time. But you know, you come up with a little idea, and I, I repackage it a little bit. <laughs> hey George, I think what you were saying was this. You're like. That's exactly right. So let's do that. Yeah, like, all right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then in the go. group, when we're out in our group meeting, and all of a sudden, Ken's like, I think we should have a duel after this episode. Joe's like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. My let's shoot each other. It's cool. my, my idea. <laughs> um, but they always, but they'll always secretly resent that they didn't reach this conclusion alone. Not true. We always do, don't like to be told to do things. They especially don't like to be forced. No. Truth. Um, they demand respect and they don't like, they, they don't take kindly to people who don't respect them. Okay. I mean, I think that's also part of Joe's first rule. Don't be an a-hole. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. I don't know about that. I think that would be for anybody. Yeah. I, I feel like these uh, this profiles were fairly accurate. Fairly accurate. You know, good I love this 60%. part. Though, but they, like, I'm going to skip to a part that he was probably going to avoid. Okay. So there was there were three ways to seduce a Leo. Oh, I didn't okay. know that there was a section. Yeah. yeah. yeah do tell. And I'm going to go back yeah, and look at ours. Too. Doing this. Okay. No, we're doing this. Okay. We'll do it for all of us. How to seduce a Leo. Scroll back on their social media and accidentally like one of their first posts. Oh. This will immediately get them thinking. Yep. Number you're two. doing this to piss me off because I don't have social media. That's number two. Show them a Michelangelo painting and tell them that it reminds you of them. What? Whoa. It's more like the uh, statue of David with the little piece of dough. Three, put in reflective contact so that they can see their own reflection while they, oh my while they stare into your what? eyes. Holy. <laughs> Let's go back. we got to go back to uh, Pisces and Libra. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's pretty much saying Holy that's, that's kind of messed up. What the hell? Let's see. How to seduce a Pisces. Oh, here we go. Okay. Here's Kent. I'm ready. Bring a copy of a classic romantic novel to a park that they frequent. Wear a little musk or patchouli. 
Put a wildflower oh. behind oh. your ear. When you notice them looking, meet their gaze. Nope. Stare deeply, but not creepily. Incorrect. And bring Ram memory. <laughs> all those things will just make, you know, they will turn my stomach. Number two, during your first conversation, tell them about your most recent heartbreak. Make sure to slip in that you've never been able to talk to anyone like this before. Oh, God. That's not going to work. Number three. Others have tried. Look Confe at my cool tattoo. You have such a cool uh, tattoo. No. Confess your Can feelings in a handwritten letter. But first, type what you want to say into Google Translate it. Translate it into French and then back into English. So it sounds more poetic. <laughs> what? what the? Uh, the third might, one. That might actually work. So let's see Libra. We'll just go with Libra because we're going to be fair here. Mm. Uh, let's see. Try to seduce. Mine are really short. Well, how to seduce a Libra? Because you can't seduce them. You're a miserable fuck. Going to a Whenever they say something in conversation, say, "Oh my god, me too." Nope. Really? That would really annoy the shit. Yeah, would annoy most people. Number two, spend three spend three days together without any alone time. No, that would drive me nuts too. So spend three days together, but. You're constantly oh. with each other for the 72 hours or whatever it is. No, they were operating uh, under the assumption nope. that you can't be alone. Yeah. Remember in your nope. Yeah. And number three, mm -hmm. ask them to be your muse. What the hell does that mean? Like artistic inspiration. Yes. Oh, like, so you're basically uh, DiCaprio. Like, yeah, like paint me like your woman <laughs> friends or whatever the hell. <laughs> like this guy over here. <laughs> Yeah. I guess yeah. it worked. And he yeah. points right at the holiday. Holiday picture. wanted, to, oh, wanted to be my muse. He's, he's now your muse. Oh, that's so. Anyway, we've done two things. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, we've done nothing. Nothing. And uh, we've debunked that uh, astrology has it's nothing any, to do with yeah, Freemasonry. No, no link to Freemasonry, unfortunately. No, not unfortunately. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't really see any reason. Because for astrology kind of always annoyed me anyway. Astrology is making predictions based. I mean, whatever. There's no science to it. Is the problem? We right. are we are very science oriented Freemasonry. Yeah, generally we're taught to reason. religion. It's interwoven. Important. Yeah, it's interwoven religion and science. Is yep. basically we are. You know, like the two bridges of things that can't be. You know, people who are super religious can't agree with science, and science can't agree with religion. Right. Yeah, that's BS. When we're in reality, like, they prove each other. Right, yeah. and that's where we sit, right smack in the middle. Yeah, but astrology can't be proven. It can't. It's it's squishy. It's superstition. It's squishy, and it can be. I don't know. I just have a thing with things that can be manipulated. Manipulated, I guess you can say. You can change things, and yeah. Oh well, no, you're actually, you know, like like for instance, uh, I'm used my daughter over there, Hannah. She's perfect example. She is. <laughs> Uh, She's August 23rd is her birthday, which is literally on the Leo and uh, Virgo kind of, it's called the cusp, right? right? Which means nothing. Which means nothing. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, oh, well, she, she's, you know, she was born at that particular year was a Leo, but then two years later, it's a Virgo. And it, it just, and it, I don't know. It just, you follow what I'm getting at? It's like, a bunch it could be molded. Not precise. It could be molded to yeah. what you, like, right. you know. Yeah, I mean, I've heard people say, "Oh, well, you you're not 100 percent under the the profile, the mo of a yeah, Pisces, because you're close to whatever the other one is, Aries." Right, right. So because on February 21st, and, it's right. like, "Oh, because you're on the cusp." I'm like, "No, this." Oh, you know, there's just, two there's two types of the sign too, right? There's like the sun side and the moon side, and you're like, yeah, what, the, no. "What the hell does that even mean?" And Uranus like, is on the rise. That's why <laughs> Uranus rising. Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't. I don't like superstition. Superstition is generally kind of um, like Freemasonry is averse to superstition. Uh -huh. We're taught to be reasonable. We're taught to apply to the seven liberal arts and sciences. And I, I my biggest issue is stuff like that that's based in superstition can be, like you said, manipulated uh -huh. to kind of manipulate the ignorant. And I'm not talking yep. stupid people, but just people that don't know any better. Yep. Um, I mean, how many people have? I mean, how many times? I mean. Jim Baker, you're getting angry. Like, again. oh, I, I I make fun of women. Please, I'm not. I'm just making because it's. It was actually on a meme or a shirt that I had seen when it was. Uh, what the hell was? I think it was an Instagram meme I seen, and it was uh, something about. Um, I'm not being mean. I'm just Scorpio, and then somebody responded back with like, "No, you're just being a bitch." Like, 
Well, that's what wow. I was saying. It was a it was a meme or something that I had seen that was. But it's true. Right. Though. It like, gives them an excuse. For it their gives behavior. them excuse for their behavior. I, I just guess want to say, say I know it's Scorpio, and they're very nice. Thank you. I'm just making a point, though. Like I don't know any Scorpios. I don't think maybe I do, and I just don't know. Oh, you do. Why are you blaming? Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you having a stroke? No, no. You're at that age. That means he needs help. That's, <laughs> if I stare at the camera and blink three yeah. times, that means I need help. Yeah, that's his. Being abused. What do you say, brothers? Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Take it. Yeah, that was fun. This was fun. We're going to do something a little fun. bit more serious. I don't really accomplished time. anything, but it sure was fun. Two things. Uh, like, subscribe. Smash that like button. Smash that like button. Um, two, we have a guest next week. Yes, next Sunday. Sunday. week from today. Brother Timothy Hogan, who uh, is probably what he's best known for is uh, drawing the correlation between certain alchemical symbols and, and alchemy to Masonic rituals, which is really cool. It, it, if you guys want to, uh, I think it's about a 40-minute YouTube video you could find. Just type in Timothy Hogan, alchemy, Masonic rituals. It'll mean if you're not a Mason, you might say, eh, that's kind of cool but i don't know what he's talking about if you're a mason and you've been through all three degrees um and have heard their obligations and the penalties you'll be like wow Mm. mind-blowing so definitely a guess that i'm excited about um should be fun hopefully we get our tech working we'll have to yeah try uh do a Mm. test run uh, dry run yeah maybe we can get somebody uh, one of our patreon people to call in via skype on thursday to give it a test run yeah, um, what I uh, what I have to do is I just have to download OBS is what I need to do, and maybe Ken can. I can set that up for you. Ken knows OBS because XSplitter doesn't work on Mac. Yeah, I have no idea what so you're talking about. It's, it's just a program for splitting screens. Yeah, it's like a streaming application, a lot like XSplitter. It's just cross-platform, works well. Across and with Don't my, the and it's free. And with my shitty Dell going finally kaboom. Yeah, it'll run good on that MacBook. It's yeah. a good, it's a good computer. All right, brothers, shut it down. Yes, sir. For the Freemasons podcast, I'm right. Worship brother George Marjorie Seminole. Worship brother Joe signing off, and worship brother Ken signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Bye bye. Good night, all my. <laughs> Who's the daughter of the? <laughs> Who's the baby's daddy?